Welcome, you beautiful creatures. Today, the podcast is brought to you by our friends at Above and Bold. They're an independent, UK-based, family-run, unisex clothing brand. Above and Bold create unique urban clothing for you to take your creativity to the streets. Above and Bold set out to create creative clothing for you to take your own story, your own creative impulse, whatever your outlet is, do it in bold. All of their t-shirts are 100% organic ring-spun combed cotton. And Above and Bold only use non-toxic, environmentally friendly inks. Be part of the story. Inspired by you. Warm by you. You can find them on Facebook. You can find them on Instagram. But if you want to have a good old butchers at what they've got in store, then go to www.abovenbold.co.uk. Our first ever guest on the Lampoon podcast today is Ben McLaughlin. Ben is, I would say, an absolute dreadnought for coming on with us today. Uh, He's well respected locally on the South Coast comedy scene. And he is just off the back of his one-man show, Snap, which I'm hopefully he's going to talk to us about today. Welcome to the Lampoon Podcast. Welcome, everyone, to the Lampoon Podcast. I am GD Jones, and always with us is Mr. Craig Parker. Hello, Craig. And then we also with us today have our guest, Mr. Ben McLaughlin. Hello, Ben. Hey, how's it going, everybody? That was that was incredibly <laughs> camp. That was, I, I don't really want to. It's, start it's too camp. late now, mate. It's, we're uh, expecting think, less from our. Yeah, well, yeah, we're in now. We're in now. I know, I know, and I like. I can't even say it's an act now. <laughs> I mean, oh, it's just a stage thing. I just come on. And, Hello. So, if anyone's seen Ben's picture on the title of this uh, sort of uh, podcast, he does look like a bit, look like a young Sue Perkins. I do, don't I? I know. That, um, that was that was a staple of my act back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, what we want to do, Ben, is just if we want to, we're just going to talk randomly through through this as me and Craig first did this last week and it you know we went well it's a bit a couple of technical hitches but you know we got past it but what we want to do we'll start off by talking uh if you want to introduce yourself who you are where you're from and just kind of tell us about your start in the world of comedy yeah i mean okay let's let's start that so uh yeah so i'm ben not as camp as i came across when i first started talking um most of the time anyway I, uh, yeah, um, I live on the Isle of Wight currently. So, you know, life's going great, obviously. Um, you know, and uh, yeah, I started in comedy three years ago now. Three years ago. I feel so old since I've been doing it. How old are you, Ben? I'm 21, mate. I'm 21. But, you know, that's that, that's what happens when all you do, or yeah, that's what happens when you don't go to university and the only thing you can hang your out on is you're a little bit funny. So, do you know what I mean? You just try and throw yourself into that world, which is basically what happened. I was in uh, I was in sick form at the time, and they go, "What do you want to do with your life?" I'm like, "I don't know. What, I don't know what I want for fucking dinner." Do you know what I mean? Like, what, like, why are you asking me this now? And then I just thought, you know, I, I remember thinking, like, let's try stand up, and then messaged around a load of places and Rose Blades. Um, okay, you'll have to get on at this at some point. He's got, I'm sure, he's got so many tales. Uh, he uh, 
he let me he let me be horrible for five minutes and uh, then I loved it and then didn't realize how bad I was but still kept going maybe, maybe I had that kind of <laughs> maybe I had that kind of just resilience of like it's all right the audience can only you know the audience can only be horrified for about five minutes we'll be fine do you know what I mean and then you just kind of yeah, just kept going from there um just yeah just keep keep trying to keep trying to get better man just hopefully one so day did I'll you be start better. out on the Isle of Wight or did you come to the mainland to to start out I'm assuming came to Matt Rose, um, you must have done puns and roses, would you? Oh no, yeah. So, so actually, so, so obviously, so I didn't, I didn't start on the other way because there's not a lot here. There's like a few pro nights, um, but obviously they're not gonna on a pro night. They're not gonna let a, you know an even an even fatter, even worse looking lesbian two Perkins on on a pro bill going. Oh, I tell you what's crazy, buses. Am I right, guys? Yeah, they're not gonna let me. Not unless you said you're two Perkins, but. <laughs> if I do is do is a kind of tribute act, try and get some work, try and get some word that way. I can even make some cakes. I'll be fine. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? But it was a uh, yeah. So you know, and I um yeah. So I ended up. I was like, that's fine. I'll have to go to Portsmouth or wherever or Southampton or wherever. And um you know, which is quite naive of me because I never left the Isle of Wight by myself before. And then I just go, yeah, I'll just go over there. It'd be funny. It'd be fine. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, no worries. You know what I mean? Which is so, you know, obviously the best thing I could do. And then, um, yeah, so yeah. And then I did the Fat Fox because um, obviously now that's reserved for kind of pro acts and things like that and university nights. But when I first started out, it was it was kind of like the Pun right. and Roses night. And then um, so I did that. Did the first gig. Did five minutes. Like sucked for five minutes. Like it was. <laughs> At the time, I thought like I did amazing, but I think it's just because I did it. Do you know what you I mean? Remember, and then you, you know, any of your material from that? Oh, mate, I can, I can. It's going to be so <laughs> embarrassing. So, oh god, I'm feeling ill already. I can't. Okay, so, oh gee, right. Okay, I just want to put this out there to all your lovely listeners. Don't hold this against me. I was shit. Still, probably am a little bit right. I so, <laughs> I was wearing right. I used to have to wear a plastic prosthetic like leg thing to like help me walk essentially right well like so, Forrest Gump at the time exactly yeah uh, so you know so yeah n- nothing nothing like self-esteem right <laughs> I had to wear one of them when I was just fine thank you for the Forrest Gump reference I guarantee I'll get that in the <laughs> comments now um but, uh, <laughs> but like, yeah like um, yeah so so I had that on and my opening joke and this was in what 20 2017 yeah 2017 and who, like, the big thing at the time was paedophiles, because, you know... <laughs> They're always fashionable. I remember that, 2017, yeah, paedophiles peak. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just sat there going, right, okay, what, what's current? What's current? What's current? Paedophiles, yeah, why not? And, uh, yeah, do you know what I mean? Like, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah, you're all, like, they're all fashionable all year, all year round, do you know what I mean? And, uh, yeah. Stop, something for all seasons, <laughs> yeah. being a paedophile. They can certainly yeah, make yeah, you a whole yeah. week. They certainly, well, I mean, they can certainly, I mean, some of them have certainly made a career out of it, haven't they? I mean, what, that take, and I was thinking, right, that takes a lot of dedication, you know. Like, I could never be, I don't know, like, that's probably a reason why I couldn't be one. I don't think I'm dedicated enough. Peter you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I don't think so. Well, partly, partly because I still look like a child, but, you know, I mean, like, you know, but I think, you know, I, I don't think, think I could do it. But, you know, anyway, saying, so. I think with that, I think you're almost a bit like a superhero when you're a pedophile, aren't you? Because you've always got that secret identity, you've got to sort of keep <laughs> hidden. What? <laughs> so you're, so you're saying, right? Oh my god, that'd be such a good name. That'd be like a good prison nickname. 
for like paedophiles. They can call him like Clark Kent. <laughs> no, <Can> you imagine. <laughs> There's a Clark Kent who's arriving at four. Like, yeah, yeah, that'd be brilliant. There you go. So any aspiring yeah. paedophiles out there, we've, uh, we've got you some content. Yeah. Jesus Christ. That I'll be honest with you, lads. That's not how I wanted to start it. I'm really sorry. Um, Ten minutes in, paedophile. Really, yeah, I know. I know. Sorry. Yeah, we're all talking. But it is relevant to the joke. So so the like, it was celebrity paedophilia was, was massive. Like, it was when like, Jimmy Savile oh, and yeah, Rolf yeah, Harris yeah, did all, yeah, all that stuff, right? All that stuff had come out, right? And... So then I thought it would be a great idea to walk on stage and say, good evening, ladies and gentlemen, my name's Ben. Nice to meet you all. Um, I just want to put this out there now. I've got a lot in common with Rolf Harris. So that was my <laughs> opening line of my first time upset, right? To which then the audience looked at me horrified and I said, no, no, I'm only joking. It's because I've got a Jake, is it Jake the Jack the Peg, the peg yeah. leg? And then, yeah, and then I'd twat my leg, my plastic leg with the microphone. Um, so just to put this out there, if anyone does want to book me, I promise you my material has got better. Um, so yeah, that was my first ever joke that I ever told on stage. And I think, I'm, I'm, oh mate, it wasn't. I mean, I mean, it might have been, but like I say, the fat fox at this point was so full, it was like 60 people. And now, like, you know, if I put it this way, if I had that gig now, well, I mean, you've both seen me have breakdowns on stage. That's probably the most most of the circuit of like you know gone oh is Ben gonna snap tonight oh yeah he did brilliant it's almost <laughs> like a circus attraction sometimes when I just like go you know what this gig's not gonna go my way I'm just gonna talk and then that just you know what I mean just doesn't go well and uh, yeah so yeah um what else did I talk about I did um oh have you yeah I did I did like LGBT stuff I did um I did a thing about oh god I did a thing about um oh, I did like a horrible Princess Diana joke about um about fucking buses or whatever. That's how I tied that in. You know what I mean? It was like, yeah, I was I was very, I didn't know what to do. So I was very kind of like mirroring the comedians I liked at the yeah. time. You know what I mean? Frankie Boyles and stuff. And you see those comp- you see those compilations on, on YouTube, which I hate now. It's like, hashtag savage comedy. <laughs> that's just like, oh. I mean, that's not what real, like, to me, that's not what comedy is. But like, at the time, I didn't, you know what I mean? So I, I used to be a bit of a standard shock comedian. And then eventually I kind of grew out of that and I don't, I don't think I do it anymore. Do I, you know, do I still horrify people? Absolutely. But do I, you know, do, do I do it in such a way now? Probably not. Uh, you know, as you say, my, my, my act's now a lot more super. <laughs> it's less, it is less aggressive there was, now. Yeah. 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 There was more of a market for Sue Perkins than Rolf <laughs> Harris. Who knew, eh? Who fucking, oh, you know what? I, I did this in my last show. I did this in the last hour that I was doing. I said, I wish someone had just pulled me aside and said, hey, Ben, maybe don't pursue comedy. Just pursue Sue Perkins' lookalike work. You'll probably be a lot <laughs> happier. Ever since then, you know what I mean? I've just been trying to gig as much as I can, and I just fell in love with it. I know you guys probably felt the same. Yeah. You know, and, you, know you just you just get the bug and you go right. And I and literally, I was at sick form at the time, and I got off stage and I said, right, that, this is it now. This is what I'm dedicating my life to. This is, this is it. And you know, and that's that's what I'm doing. I'm just trying to just trying to keep it going. So man. interestingly, to, Ben, um, to... you were so you were at the first gig, the first ever gig that I did. Uh, you yes, were there, I was. You'd done. Um, you came on in the second half, sort of thing. So I'd gone on. I think second, I'd gone on on this particular night. <laughs> and Richard, who yeah. runs the night, uh, I'd sort of written with him and the group over at the point um, a couple of weeks. Ago. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, in the podcast, so they, actually, they yeah. had a bit of an idea of what I was going to talk about, um, but obviously no one had seen yeah. me 
like actually stand up there and try and say it as a joke. And um, the guy who'd gone up before me, it was his first time as well. And, and um, he didn't, he didn't do so well. He sort of just forgot what he was going to say. And, and um, it, it sort of really went terrible. So I, I was almost a little bit buoyed because I'd practiced and practiced and practiced so much when I stood up there, it all sort of ready to yeah. go. And it was very sort of scripted yeah. how I was then. Um, and then there was a couple mm-hmm. of people after me that also weren't very good. So obviously you had a load of sort of first timers on in the first half, which didn't really, um, I was sort of sat there thinking, oh no, this is like, why are all these people here? Because there was a good like 60 people. They'd done it in the big theatre. Do you remember? With all the six. And then, yeah. And then I think you I sort of, you opened up the second half, I think. And, um, I think I did. You yeah, I think I did. You finished the first half. Can't remember, but then obviously you were, you were yeah. uh, quite polished. And I remember thinking, oh, actually, there is a proper oh, comedian on the on the bill. Oh, oh, that's, well, that's very and, sweet. Um, okay. And I remember I sort of got up to go for a drink uh, at one point, and when I came back, you kind of flagged me over. And, you and did, didn't I? Beck- yeah. You beckoned him over. I did. I did. I was like, you come here. You're funny. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I was like, like come here, big boy. You know, like, yeah, like, yeah, like in the Godfather when he just like moves his hand yeah, to chaperone them over, and like <laughs> it was like that. But like, you know, the thing was, is like, you know, you see so many people, and I, I sound so old. I can't believe how old I sound when I talk about comedy. I sound like I've been laughing <laughs> doing this since nineteen sixty four. That's how I sound. But like, um, you know, so like, I obviously that night, so you you did so well. Like, especially for a first gig. My first gig, I was shaking. I was like, Ugh, like I was awful, right? And I had to, like, write it all over my hand and my arm just so I knew what I was saying. Like, you know, like, you were you were really polished, especially for a first gig. And and obviously, and, and so the same with you, Gavin. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, I was literally like, I am such a fraud. If this is them by their <laughs> first gig, I'm going to be out of work. Like, I was like, you know what I mean? I was like... And yeah, I just remember you were really good. And I was like, you know, and I make an effort if someone's really good to obviously tell them because, because, because you, you need that sometimes, you know what I mean? Because obviously, obviously in your own head, you can either go one of two ways. You can either go, that was really awful or that was really good. And you know, you guys know me well enough. We know which way I more gravitate <laughs> to. Um, you, know I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? So, you know, so yeah. And I remember you did really, really well. And I was like, I need, you know, and I said, I said to the guys, cause we, uh, it must have been quite intimidating for you because obviously I was sat with the rest of the comedians who are my friends. But to that, like, you know, so <laughs> little is one of the group that was, you come like, it must be quite, so I, I didn't apologize. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was like, yeah, what's that little show of horrors? One of us, cool, that all. Yeah. It was, it was one of those where, yeah, I just, I called you over and I was like, yeah, you did really, really well, man. You need to keep going because, because, you know, some, you know, sometimes you hear someone on stage and they're like, oh, Oh, I've 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 got divorced, and you're like, oh, that's why you're here, right? No problem, Do you know what <laughs> I mean? or whatever, or you know, something like that, you know. And then the people that the people that you know, and like, sounds so weird, but you were like, you were telling jokes, and some people just don't. Do you know what I mean? Some people just kind of flannel and go like, oh, so I, I met up with you know, I met up with Craig the other day. We all know what Craig's like, and buddy Gaffin, oh, yeah, you know, they just say that on stage. So when you when you actually told jokes and I saw you were actually quite good, I was like, yeah, he's a keeper, it'll be fine. And I was kind of beckoned you over. Yeah, I kind of beckoned you over. Yeah. I don't, it was I don't... A, yeah, go on. Well, I wanted to say it was a really nice touch because it was because it goes so quick, your first gig, and, and you obviously you're crapping yourself as you're up there thinking yeah, this is any good or whatever. But yeah, I mean obviously having seen somebody who who was obviously a comedian 
to then get called over. And there is a big age difference between us. So I'm 38. <laughs> but you Hi, Dad. Down, you were like, that was really good. You've definitely got something. Keep going. And it was just really, it was a good, it was such a nice touch for me, especially as sort of getting going. Um, oh, kind of that, that sort of impetus that I needed to carry on. So, yeah, I just wanted to call that out because that was always, um, oh, man. sort of do that in the future. I think it's really good. Well, that's, that's really, that's really ben, sweet. How do, you, ben, how do you find it as a community, like the, the especially around the sort of the south coast area, you know, the yeah. guys in Portsmouth? How do you feel as a support they are? What what do they bring to your act? If yeah. You know what I mean? If you know, do they help improve your act yeah. in any way, or just by watching, you know, the familiar guys you're around? You want to touch? Yeah, on that absolutely. So, like, so certainly, I I have to say the south coast that I've come up in, so Portsmouth, Brighton, all that area, have been amazing like you know everyone you meet is amazing at that time do you know what I mean they're like and you know like you everyone is so supportive and I think I don't know I think for me I don't obviously this is me speaking on behalf of people so I don't know but I think people could see when I started that I was very keen do you know what I mean like I might not have been very good but I was very keen to get better um and they were all so supportive so like you know like amazing guys like you know like Sanjay Matt Roseblades uh, Graham Collard spoke to me on my first gig, turned it really well. Mark uh, Mark Ratton as well. Uh, you know, Nathan Eagle, all these guys, they were just so supportive. And don't get me wrong, as soon as they got to know me, they were like, you know, that's when that's when you can have fun and you can start ripping the shit out of each other. And <laughs> you know what I mean? And like, and literally we'd have those nights. And I remember, <laughs> I remember, you know, and it, it is such a strong community that we have of just comedians because I don't know how you guys felt entering in quite an established scene. Um, because because obviously at the moment with like see like I don't know like I think how I like to describe it whether this is just me embellishing it I don't know but um but I um I kind of you know when I started it wasn't comedy wasn't as popular as it is now you know what I mean like it, like with Netflix and everything like that, it's like become a lot more popular for people to try it wasn't very popular when I when I started popular it is now anyway and 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 yeah. you know so it was quite a quite a weird thing to try and get into especially you know getting a kid from the Alawai who has to get a boat every single time and you know what I mean and but it's such a good community of people there and you know what I mean and you know I have I have so much love and respect for for everyone there and um you know what I mean and again it's just it's so nice just to see people and just to kind of you know and I love hearing new jokes I just love the art form of it I love hearing people's new jokes I love hearing people's ideas I love it when people bomb I love it you know I love everything about this business. I love it I love, every, I love everything about this business and like and I just I knew the second that I got introduced to people and the second that that I um you know that I started doing comedy and started doing okay you know what I mean when like you know started realizing that I was getting some good laughs and good reactions whatever I just knew that this is like, why would I want to do anything else? And I always knew that like, if someone was good, obviously like with, with, with you, with you guys, the second I both saw you, I was like, you guys are really good because, because that's what you need. That's what you know. Like, because it, it's a completely alien world to anyone who doesn't do it. You know what I mean? To stand up there and talk about yourself and talk about your knob or whatever. It's a bit weird for other people. <laughs> no, it's normal. <laughs> uh, do a bus stops. Take away the mirror. Um, yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Lift at work. Yeah. Um, no, but I, I mean, I mean, from my point of view, I mean, literally before, obviously lockdown and everything, I had literally got two months yeah. under my belt. So it wasn't, so it wasn't very long. And my last gig, as 
maybe mentioned in the last podcast didn't go yeah. as recommended. I hate it every time every time Craig you laugh at that it's like that's that was the funniest it was, bit of the night it was for the you, best bit oh, I beat the MC for it as well yeah I know that honestly and I and I hate it there is nothing funnier than watching someone that you know is absolutely amazing <laughs> die on their ass there is nothing funnier <laughs> Like, because, oh, because you know they're brilliant and you know that, and like, you know, like, you, you know, obviously Grant Allen, he honestly, he says to me, he says, I, I remember once I did, I did a gig and I literally had like a breakdown on the stage. Like, this is one of my worst ones I've ever had, where I was just like, ran, I didn't tell a joke for like five minutes. Like, I was just ranting about God knows what. And literally, <laughs> I got off stage and I'm shaking and he just goes, dude, that was the funniest set I've ever seen in my entire life. Because we're all sick <laughs> bastards and we like to watch each other fail because we love each other in a weird, perverse way. And just to have a shout out for Grant Allen as well, he's so good to have in the audience, isn't he? Because oh, a, mate, yeah, he's got, got Grant laughing. Oh, perfect. yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you know, when a joke works, if you can hear Grant, like, you're like, oh, okay, that's fine. Uh, you know, like, yeah, that, that's what I do. If he's the only one laughing, I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna keep that one, that's fine. Do you know what I mean? When I'm doing new material, but but yeah, like, um, so, 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 so sorry, again, what was your, what was your question completely? <laughs> oh Christ! I don't know myself. <laughs> um, no, I was just, it was just about the support, wasn't it? That was it. It was just kind of like looking at. I mean, is there anyone in particular you know you can sort of speak about that's you know giving you the most, oh. or is it just a mixture of most well, no, of like, everyone? Really? There's just again the guys I mentioned before, like you know, but even even so many wonderful people, like I can't I couldn't even imagine like. See, this is turning into a bit of an yeah, Oscar exactly. speech, you know, yeah, if yeah. you don't mention you, if no, don't mention you, like, you know, and obviously, as I say, like, I've got huge love and respect for so many people, and they, you know, and if I didn't mention you, I promise, I love you to bits, like, I do, and like, you know, like there's, there's, there's so <laughs> many, there's so many people that, like, that, that, you know, that have helped me in so many ways, whether, like, and some, some people have even, like, you know, let me crash on their fucking couch, and, like, you know what I mean, like, give me a place to stay, or, like, bought me food, or, like, or just even like going, hey Ben, that joke's really bad. You need to get rid of it, right? And then me being a stubborn bastard, going, no, it's gonna be fine. And it just goes worse the next time. And you're like, yeah, I'm sorry. You know what I mean? And I think it's, I think it's good, like you said about the like, people see the commitment in you, yeah. though, to you know improving. You've been doing this for three years now. You're yeah. at a young age, but I think it's like even there's something as small as you live in, in the Isle of Wight and you make the effort all the time to come over. A lot of people just wouldn't be asked yeah. to come all that way just for a five minute gig but i think people look at that and think well that's determination that's that's something that you know you, you can respect yeah i know i appreciate so. that. i've just got to get good at it now so it's worth the travel but um See, but that's yeah. also your issue as well isn't it ben do you remember so obviously we've done a few gigs together now and, and obviously gav's uh on the last couple had joined us as well me, yeah. me drove down to the um is it the chichester inn i don't know in chichester inn, yeah it's yeah, yeah. Chitty Stay, yeah. Um, and obviously, we, I drove down and we had a good laugh, the three of us on the way down there, just just chatting shit and all that sort of stuff. And then we got in there and we all, you know, we all did a set and we all, like, all of our sets went really well and it was really funny. It was like, oh, well, I, I, I get one. You're being very kind to me there, Craig. But well, so this, this, is, this is my point, really. So you did your set and then what you do is you you all the way leading up to doing your set you are questioning yourself and you are changing things before you go up there yeah and then all the way through your set you're questioning yourself and you you know and you you are the you are the the best one i've ever seen of somebody who 
It doesn't make a joke laugh like land, but then you get laughs out of the fact that it's not landed. Oh and yeah, thanks, man. Real good sort of um sort of recovery skit that gets like laughs and builds that laughter up and then your your next joke sort of lands because it's already started to build that momentum. Oh mate, you're good at that. that. That was interesting to watch that gig as well. Um, the breakdown of because yeah, yeah. Oh, no, 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 because it was the it was it was interesting to watch someone who was good, but beforehand you had I remember you had yeah. your notebook there and you were writing and writing and writing, and then literally I'd say five ten minutes before you meant to go on, you literally just scratched yeah. the hell out of it and scribbled yeah. it all out, and then you went up, did did your set, and then came back down. And first thing you were saying, shit, shit, so shit, shit, yeah. And I think I think it's just the I mean like Craig's always you know something that Craig's always said to me it just depends on the room at the yeah. end of the day and the reaction absolutely and I think I think um I say and and you know as you say that is perfectly describing every single one of my gigs like I <laughs> I always strive for like that absolute perfection and even if I did really really well it won't feel that but I guess in a positive spin of that it makes me better and it makes me write more jokes and try and you know because. I'm I'm like I'm writing the third hour now that I'm doing. I'm writing the third hour, and hopefully I'm going to take this one up to Edinburgh. Hopefully. Obviously, I was going to take I was going to take the last one up to Edinburgh, but unfortunately, with everything that's happened, um, I can't now, which is fine because now it gives me a chance time to start fresh. But as I say, it's um, I just wanted to, you know, I just I don't know. I always want to strive for perfection, and uh, and you know, it drives me insane, and I don't sleep a lot. But you know, it, it, it's a hobby, isn't it? What I have noticed then um, <laughs> is. So, like, early doors, everybody said to me, just record, 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 um, and then listen back to it and take notes and, yeah. you know, change it and improve and stuff. No, you don't do that. Now, is that because no. you're three years in and you don't really do that? Or is it because you like to have your phone on you? Because I know you go back to your phone for references sometimes, and that's kind of yeah. how you, you get a laugh out of some jokes not like landing. You'll sort yeah. of hit your phone and go, well, that one's fucked. That one's gone. That's yeah, yeah. Thing. Well, like, well, like, I don't know, because for me... Um... I don't, I don't personally like recording myself because I feel like, because um, I feel like stand. The beautiful thing about stand up is it's in the moment, right? That's that's the point. You know, you're sharing an energy with a room, with a group of people. Now, um, you know, obviously, and I don't like watching myself back. I don't think anyone does, but I don't really enjoy watching myself back. And and again, I want, I want. I love be- watching myself in yeah. any capacity. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, but there, there is that side of like going like you know. Of like, yeah, this is great, but like, and also, if I know there's a camera recording me, I go really awful. Like, I don't, I again, I just, I just bomb. Like, if I know there's a camera recording me, no, like maybe it's just the existential thing of like, this is being, this is being, this is being fucking cemented in legacy, whatever. Do you know what I mean? Where it's not, it's just a recording on someone's fucking phone. <laughs> Do you know I mean? Do you not think that might improve your confidence when you could watch it back and you can hear the laughter and see the the jokes? And um, yeah, yeah, maybe, but like. I don't know, like, but like, how I like to do it personally is, I love, as you guys know, I love to take a notepad up on stage if it's new material, obviously. Yeah. Take a notepad up on stage, and I just throw stuff at the wall, and go like, "So, song vinegar, Chris, am I right, guys?" And they go, "No, absolutely not." And I go, "Right, bitch, in that one," and I just move on, because I don't know, like that for me is where I'm most comfortable, and I think, um. Because I, I just enjoy coming up with new jokes and coming up with stupid things to say, and I think if I if I got too caught up in like remembering what to say or how to say it, it wouldn't it wouldn't be the new material. Does that make sense? 
Yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, it, like you know, it, yeah. like it wouldn't, yeah. it wouldn't be authentic to me. And that's, and that for me is when I can tell when a real laugh happens. Because obviously, like at this point, I can tell when someone's just laughing because of awkwardness. As you know, I pick up on that and I go, "Don't worry, it's just as awkward for me as it is for you right now. No problem." <laughs> like, you know what I mean, or whatever. Or, but you know, like I think I don't know. I just, I think I just never. And again, that kind of commitment thing. We're we're tying it in. We're tying it in. So it has some. I'm just trying to make it. I'm just trying to make some kind of fucking point of it so it doesn't make me sound like a psycho rather than being in the podcast. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> we're all comics. Everyone knows we're psychos. Yeah, li- yeah, yeah, literally. Yeah. I, it is a social disorder you can do for a living, that's for sure. Um, I'd say, but uh, yeah, it's one of those where like, I just don't, I don't know, I just never had the commitment to like record and like, because I feel like getting better, you just got to dig as much as you can and really sort yeah. of, I know it sounds awful, but you've got to be, you know, don't, don't be high for too long. I know it sounds awful, but like, um, you know, don't don't like enjoy, you know, and like you know, I'm I'm the worst for it. If you if you talk to um, you know, Duncan Adam, I'm sure you've met him before. Yeah. Again, again, yeah. Like, again, again. I can thank him. He was a huge um. He was the first person to come up to me when I arrived at my gig because I was obviously so nervous and shaking. And he came up to me and was like, "It's okay, don't worry, you're fine." Do you know what I mean? Like you know, like really talked me down. Good luck, Duncan. And yeah, no, he's he, honestly, he's a, he's one of he's one of you know one of my best mates to this day, and he's he's lovely. And I tell you, literally, I, we did a gig together in um, we did a gig together in Waterlooville, and I did, you know what I mean? And again, it was just it was amazing reactions the whole time. Like you know, what I mean, people were standing up at the end of my set or whatever and clapping. It was amazing. I got off stage and went, I "Don't know how I feel about it." Well, how does that, do you know what I mean? But that's just my instinct. My instinct is, I don't know what to think. Like, was that any good? I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But obviously, that's. I suppose, that... I suppose you'll never know if, if that's the case because you're always yeah. going to be second guessing yourself. So even if, like, you sold out Wembley and they were laughing all the way through it, you'd still mostly come off and go, yeah, I'm not sure about that one. Exactly. I suppose that's, that's always what's going to happen. Yeah, it is. And, and I say, because I, I recently did, I recently did, um, my hour on the Isle of Wight in like a little in like a little bar on the Isle of Wight. I did like my new hour. Yeah, I was going to ask yeah. about that. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so we'll do a sneak preview and then we'll, and then we'll talk about it. <laughs> I, 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 I don't want to ruin your structure. We'll do a trailer for it. No, no, no. Uh, you you carry on. No, I don't want to. I don't want to sample over your podcast and go. That kid was so unhinged and mental, wasn't he? That's what <laughs> you know what I mean. But like, um, yeah. So like, when I did my hour. I got off stage and I again just the exact same feeling. I should have been high as a kite going fucking hell, but I wasn't. I was there going, I'm fucking shit or whatever. Do you know what I mean? And that's what I thought. And and then and then Grant was like, "You got applause breaks, you prick. You're fine." Do you know what I mean? Like he was like literally just so brutal. And I need that sometimes. I need the kind of thing. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But you're a glass. It is a glass half empty type of like yeah. pessimism. Ooh. That that's and that is that comes through in your comedy as well, and in, in and how you are and how you talk. Um, see, I'm listening to you, and I'm thinking like I'm the exact opposite. All I do is try and find that one person that's laughing, and I just play up to them. So whenever you're at my gig, and I know that you like the Harry Potter joke, yeah, oh. go more mental and more sort of crazy with the anger because that, I know that's what makes you laugh. That's the best. Be- who else is in the room, or if, no, if it's not laughing? <laughs> Than anybody else, I know it's gonna make you laugh, and I know if I just like psycho it up a little bit more, 
it gets you laughing. And yeah, that's man. Like I could walk off with no one else laughing, thinking that oh, made Ben laugh. Yeah, and, I'll, and I'll, be, I'll be in tears. Yeah, I'll be in tears. Like, yeah. But no, again, and I think I think that's what you know. What I mean, and again, I, that's probably what I like about you the most. Is one of those things where you you're, you are so kind of positive and everything like that. And I think someone like me needs to be around positive people like quite a lot of the time. Do you know what I mean to be like right? Okay, like let's like you know let's think of this in a positive way. Because if not, I'm just going to be sitting up until four a.m. writing jokes about. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And like you know what I mean, not really doing a lot. And like you know, and uh, yeah, but yeah, but again, that thing of like I think the reason people maybe gravitated towards me as well was because I was I was I'm just a fan of jokes and of you know what I mean like Gav. Like I love your joke you do about the glass table. I fucking I've, I, I, said that, I said that you didn't know. The first thing I said to you was like that joke was amazing. By the way, like that's amazing. Like, I'm just a fan of that thing. The same thing with Grant. If you get me and Grant on a joke, you'll you'll be fine. Like we howl the place down. Yeah. And again, I'm just, yeah, I'm just a fan of that. And and that's why I like talking to comedians as well and people who are committed. And you guys, and I, just a quick shout out to you guys. You you guys have been thanking me, but you guys have done so well in such a short space of time to get your own brand together to do all these amazing, amazing things. So props to you guys. You guys have been smashing it. Like I say, I've just been dicking about for three years talking about me. Not, <laughs> you know what I mean, well, it was guys... it was kind it was kind of off the back of a conversation with you, Ben, in that car down the Chichester because we were talking about how I think you said you came over and you. You were in a car and you went all the way to Devon for a gig. Yeah, and 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 you and you said, and we were like, "That's nuts." There's and then we were thinking, "There's nothing for open mic sort of performers in Southampton, where where we're from." So we were just like, "Well, let's just start one up." And I think, yeah, you know, obviously we meant to touch on it last last podcast, but yeah. yeah, we just went ahead and did it, and then it's kind of just spitball from there yeah no no spitball snowball yeah snowball whatever you did you've got some it. sort of ball there were balls yeah, out yeah. and we just yeah yeah honestly like yeah I, saying, I, remember, I remember you guys were talking about it, like we could possibly do it and i say when you said like you did it for me it sounded like it was like kind of like a make-a-wish thing like <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're gonna do it for ben he's gonna love it he doesn't have to go to devon anymore he hasn't <laughs> yeah like oh. Like Devon was my Switzerland or something like that. You know what I mean? It was like I was like, <laughs> I, I, like but like you know, no, but like yeah. I remember you guys were talking about like again, like you know, when I first met you guys, like I said, we literally met in in the car, didn't we? And we did. that, you know what I mean? And that's the crazy thing about comics is like you can just meet someone straight away, and you have this instant kind of like foxhole buddy sort of connection. Like you know, you're you're all in the trenches together. And you know what's going on, and you know, and like you know, and anyone who's interested in comedy, I'll talk to them all day. You know what I mean? And like you know, so and then, and then the, the instantly like like we talked, and I was like, yeah, this you know this guy's cool. It's you know, I mean, you just you just you just chat shit, and then obviously like what I do because obviously Craig Craig knew me before, and he knew I was a bit mental, as your <laughs> as your listeners are now finding out. Um, and um, and I remember like so what I do is I often like throw stuff out like oh is he gonna laugh at? and then you laughed. I was like yeah we'll be fine yeah we're good. We're good. <laughs> I mean, you know and like you know so. Yeah, and I remember we did we did the Chester gig, and um, yeah, and I remember I, I was because again, and I get so nervous when I meet someone, and I get on really well with them, and then I go on and I tank and I just bomb, and I go, oh, they probably think I'm just a massive fraud now, right? And I remember, <laughs> and I got off, and I was like, I'm so sorry. I, just, I remember I went, I'm so sorry. I'm like, I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, you apologising to me? I was like, yeah. what? <laughs> what did you say? Yeah. <laughs> like you've got a button for a trap door, and it's just gonna. <laughs> Yeah, like you know, like exactly, and I just I don't know. It was it was that kind of pressure, and then I, I remember I did a gig at the Rose uh, with you. Do you remember? And it went okay though. 
yeah that was the, that was the one with the hecklers wasn't it? Yeah, it was yeah and i handled them and then i kept going with the new material and trying stuff and all that and i went up to you and i went okay Gavin, it's a bit more like that normally like, I just, <laughs> you know, that's, my, that's my brand yeah exactly yeah but like you know that you know pe- people people say to me all the time they're like look you know, and and, and th- thank you for that compliment, Craig. It's like the, because I don't know, I, you know what it is of the fixing the joke thing that compliment you gave me. Thank you so much. Like, the reason it is like that for me is because I think I'm just so stubborn that I need a laugh before I can move on. So, yeah, you know what I mean. So if someone said to me, right, then the only way you can get a laugh off this joke would be if we were to shoot you in the arm right now. I'll be honest with you, I would go okay. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> in my head that would. And like, you know, because again, like, you know, what I'm like, if I'm, if I'm on a topic and it's not getting laughed, I'm going to keep going until something at least works. And then, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? I'm like, look, this is in my head now. We need to get this out. Okay. It'll be fine. We're like, <laughs> if I to put on stage, we'll be fine. We'll get through this together. We'll be great. <laughs> and they're sat there on a first date going like, this is not how I planned. I don't think the sex is going to go too well now. We thought about him. You know what I mean, or whatever, like especially if you're going to criticize yourself afterwards. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I do that a lot as well. The amount of times I've like, I did it. I did a gig in Petersfield, and uh, my God, I was just doing joke. Like I was doing jokes, and again, they just again just, and it wasn't even like one or two laughs. I'm talking dead air, nothing, right? <laughs> like, and I literally just, look, I just, I just said, don't worry, guys. I'm joining the army after this. Don't worry about it. <laughs> and they all laughed and I went I'm, I'm kidding like I'm not going to be able to join the army like what are they going to ask me so Ben when was the last time you had a mental breakdown oh it was actually in Petersfield on Wednesday do you know what I mean and then again you just back on and like it's that idea of like again the, we'll tie in the snowball as well I'm trying to tie everything in am I doing alright I'm trying to tie everything in you know the, like you know if you're rolling a snowball down then you, you just try and jump back on it do you know what I mean to try and keep going and I think that's what my act is essentially I'm just kicking I'm kicking a fucking snowball trying to hang on to it I think and can I ask, trying to aim it? So one of the more interesting things uh, from that conversation we had in the car, Ben, was um, I'd asked you um, obviously about your leg, and yeah. I said, "Well, you don't you don't mention it at all." And I'd asked if whether that was something that you had mentioned previously, and it was just old material that you'd then moved on from, or and but your answer was actually quite interesting. I just figured if, if you don't mind, like, would you mind? Yeah, of course. Um, explaining why you don't talk about that. No, so so see, so I've never I've never specified what's what's going on down there, right? Because the thing is, because you've got a huge dick. Yeah, well, yeah, it exactly. just goes all the way yeah. down your leg. Well, um, and you don't want to frighten women. Yeah, exactly. yeah. I mean, I mean, I don't, I don't need a, I don't need a massive dick to do that, mate. It just, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, but no, like, you know, like, you know well, you, honestly. I said this to my mate the other day. I was laughing at him, like, because he, you know, he's a really good-looking bloke. And I was like, "Well, you think if I was good-looking as you, I'd be telling jokes?" Oh, no fucking way. Do you know what I mean? I'd be like, I'd be at the bars, mate. No, of course, what a way joke. But um, no. So yeah. So the reason I don't talk about um, my my, you know, my my, I hate to say it, but my disability on stage was because because that to me is not interesting. Like that to me, and it doesn't define me either. It's not, it's not my personality. You know what I mean? Like like, I've I've got far too many fucked up views and thoughts and things like that that are way more interesting than how I walk down a flight of stairs you know what I mean like you know and I just like and so what I did was as I wrote a joke quite early on where I said ladies and gentlemen you might have noticed I'm walking quite awkwardly or sounding quite funny and the reason I did that was because I could tell like you know you when you're the only person in the room that they're focusing on 
um, yeah. they're going to notice because, of course, it's natural. Like if someone had a grey hair in their beard, you'd go, "Oh, look!" Because you because you know what I mean. Because it's a stand up, and everyone's looking at you. So I knew they were looking at it. And what I want them to do is, I want them to listen to me. I want them to listen to the person. I don't want them to listen to the fucking make a witch kid, right? You know what I mean? I want to. I want them to laugh at me. And I want them to laugh at what they think. I am. So essentially, I went, right, I'm going to write a joke about it. So I said, ladies and gentlemen, you might have noticed I'm walking quite awkwardly or standing quite funny. It's because I've had plenty of vigorous sex, ladies and gentlemen, like that. And then the crowd go like, woo, whatever. And then I go like, yeah, thanks a lot, Dad. Yeah. And then you say that. <laughs> and then it throws them off completely. They laugh. And then you say you're from the Isle of Wight. Again, that just explodes the room or whatever. And then and then the idea behind it, like, I know it's just like a dumb joke, but like the idea behind that joke is if you look down at my leg after me saying that joke, you don't want to look down at my leg because you're going to think about me shagging the dad. So <laughs> then you look up and you listen to what I have to say. So it's quite, you know, and again, it's just not part of not part of what I want to talk about. I'd rather talk about how much of a loser I am. Do you know what I mean? Or whatever. And, yeah. I like the opener as well because it does kind of set the tone yeah. for the rest of the set. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because like, uh, I don't. Because that was the thing. Like I always, I realised quite early on, I needed, I needed kind of feelers, if you will, like in the act to start with. Like you know, and I said, I said that once. I remember I was just like, I went on stage and I, I said that thank dad joke, and they were like, ooh, like that. And I said, look, if that's your level, it's going to be a long twenty minutes. Like, <laughs> it's be a long gig for you and like you know but like again you know you need to you need to gauge an audience that's that's one of the first things you need to do and that's probably why i don't like recording it either because as you said it depends on the room in any given night and i think the recording doesn't do it justice in a way it doesn't do the room justice or doesn't do yourself justice or whatever so i think um so i think me sort of trying to you know trying to you know horrify people in a nice way is quite it's my act really yeah well, you know, it's, it's, I think it's good because obviously we touched on other acts that do focus on on their disability, and it does kind of feel like a bit of a, a, a one trick pony a lot of the time. Doesn't yeah, it? And I, yeah, uh, and I just I don't know. I just feel like they are like they are more interesting than what they're letting on, and I think they're allowing. And I think also as well, I think part of it maybe in from like an emotional level is they're not quite they haven't quite come to terms with it. Do you know what I mean? And I said. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah and I and I, and that's fine. Like it takes people long enough, and you know, a long time to obviously come to terms with it because it's not going anywhere or whatever. And I remember laughing with someone. I said, "Look, I'm not going to talk about my disability. Do you know what I mean it's not exactly a shock to me? I've known for fucking ages. Do you know what I mean? Like you know, it's not. You know what I mean? It's not, it's not something <laughs> I'm going to old news. Yeah, exactly. Man. And you know what I mean? Like you know, I'd, I'm I'm more interested in in me as a person because I I grew up and I was very very lucky that my parents, both my mum and dad, were like, you know. It's it's like I didn't you know I didn't even realize like I knew something was wrong but I didn't realize like the scale of it you know and they said look anything anything anyone else can do um, you can do as well and you're gonna do it and you know what I mean like every time I'd fall over when I was a kid they wouldn't come up and cuddle me and t- they'd say come on then get up and you know what I mean and that's that's how I've kind of lived and that's what I do in my act because I don't the one thing I don't want is pity laughs because people look at me and they pity me and they go oh what a lovely little lesbian look he's in the theater he doesn't know what yeah, exactly is. and like and you know i don't want that on stage because i feel like and i don't know if you guys feel it <laughs> maybe because i've got no fucking other hobbies i think about it on such a deep level but like you know what i mean i think i think I, I i was watching a program and the quote was an actor wants to be everybody else but the comedian wants to be themselves I think that's kind of what it was. I wanted to be someone who wasn't defined by like disability or whatever by like in high school or whatever. 
So I think comedy, like, that's why comedy has been such a good vehicle for me. Because, you know, no one, no, no one, no, after a while, no one's interested. You know what I mean? They, they want to hear about other stuff. They want to hear about, you know what I mean? They want to hear about all sorts. And I think, I think disability, for me, obviously, I, there are some fantastic, you know, comedians who talk about disability. But I wanted to be a comedian who happens to have a disability. I didn't want to be a disabled comedian. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. No, no, you mean. And I think, sort of, touching on that i think you know whether whether you've got a disability or not i think all all comedians have obviously got a past they've got regrets and they've got things that they've done in their life that they don't want to be called upon you know they don't want to be seen as that um and you know there is a a, there is a their actual side to them and there's a side that people perceive them to be and i think it's exactly the same and it's it's people you know if people want to show share who they are and things they've done and fair enough, but on the other hand, there's there's so much material out there you can use if you just look yeah, for precisely, it. Precisely, man. Like like who like you know, come on, what do we want to talk about? Do we want to talk about my difficulty of me going upstairs, or do we want to talk about the time I got kicked out of a nightclub because I was so drunk that my trousers fell down my fell down around my ankles? I mean, that's a more interesting story to me. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, yeah. I don't know. I... Although was was it a, was it a nightclub upstairs? No, no it wasn't, right? I, I, you know, I, I'll lay into that story, right? So, 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 if you don't mind me, obviously going into. No, so I um, so I uh, so I basically went <laughs> went to the night went to we've got one nightclub on the other one because you know rock and roll. Oh, what's it called? It's, got no, it's called name. Fever. Fever Boutique. No, oh, I love it. Yeah, honestly, like it's you know it's awful. It's like you just get in, it just stinks of Link's Africa. It's like oh Jesus Christ, right? And I've given up drinking now as well, so it's even worse, right? And and the thing was, I went there after my A levels, and I somehow managed to pass every single one of them despite not doing any work for two years, right? <laughs> I turn up to class drunk. I turn up to class hungover. I turn up to class like I just wouldn't turn up sometimes. You know what I mean? Like I was awful. But I somehow still, still managed to do everything. I, I couldn't believe it. So I got absolutely, absolutely shit-faced. Now, I used to wear massive, big, baggy jeans because I thought I was cool. Now, one thing comedy does teach you is you're definitely not as cool as you think you are, right? <laughs> and that's something I've definitely learned. And it was good. And this was certainly a learning experience anyway. So basically, what happened was I got so drunk and so leathered that I'm walking back into the nightclub and they go, no chance, right? To which I said, and not using it, I just went, oh, what a terrible palsy, I'm fine, and just kept walking, right? Which isn't a good idea. And, like, you know, the, the, honestly, and just as a quick side note, the amount of people that won't let me into bars because of how I walk, they already think I'm drunk. <laughs> like, I get it. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm like, good. I get it because I look deranged and I sound deranged, and then I walk like that also. Do you know what I mean? Like, I get it. I'm not, trust me. I haven't, you know what I mean? I don't drink. But like yeah, and then yeah, basically I um, I got escorted out by the bouncer, to which I wore these big baggy jeans with no belt, to which they fell down in front of the entire smoking area of about a hundred people, um, and I got escorted out and I puked everywhere, and then I was like, hmm, and the best bit was the bus that dropped me home had to pull into my house, like it pulled up outside my house <laughs> at four in the morning. Imagine that. Imagine being the fucking neighbours and you look outside your window, a double decker bus starts pulling down the road. You know what I mean? And like, yeah, then I, and then I lobbed a load of change at the bus because, you know, I needed to pay my fare, even though I'd already paid my fare. I was like, I have a little bit of extra tip for that, mate. Put a load of coppers at the side of the bus. And then, yeah, puked all over my mum's carpet, got kicked out for about three weeks. Wow. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
fever has been the downfall of oh, many people on the island. Yeah, yeah, so at this point, anyway. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, people people ask me, I'm like, oh, how are you coping with quarantine? I'm like, I live on the Isle of Wight. We've been quarantined for years. <laughs> you know I mean? like you know like oh, oh self-isolation you know i don't know what fucking england is you know what i mean like you know what i mean i'm i'm lucky that's what i'm also lucky for doing gigs for some of my friends haven't left the isle of white ever i'm like jesus christ you need, you need to go and see england mate people are mental oh just keep repeatedly walk around osborne house nothing like a fucking old house to keep you entertained of like oh can we go in there no you can't. it's a sacred room right no problem Let's just go around the courtyard again, then then we're in Dowan Abbey or something. It's, it's <laughs> awful. It's it needs to get out of the. You know, I do love it here. I do because there's some sort of like you know there's some bit of pulling me here that's home. But there's also a part of me that's like it needs to get out of the fucking nineteenth century and like be like everywhere else. You know what I mean? When um <clears throat> when quarantine's done, if we get a load of comedians to come over and we'll just we'll find a pub somewhere that will put an open mic night on and we'll just do a big night. Oh, can you imagine? Oh, that'd be brilliant. Can you imagine though? That would be that'd be great. But the thing is, is like you know, there is there is some comedy on the other way, but I just don't think people are that interested in the other way. I don't think. Um, really? Yeah, like you know, like you know, I think I don't know, it, like you know, because and the, uh, maybe they are. Maybe I've been going about it the wrong way. Are those incest jokes? Too <laughs> yeah, close maybe. To home? yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we swam it with our web feet. Don't bring it up. <laughs> no, but that I think that night out's a brilliant oh, idea. Just, I mean, not even like even if we sort of said like where we do the lampoon, just kind of don't don't advertise or anything. Just get a, a load of comics along. We just put a mic in the room and then just invite people just... up just to do. Yeah. Oh no, yeah, no, don't invite people up. People are like Alcoholics Anonymous. Like, you know what I mean, <laughs> you ever heard that line? Yeah. About a terrible time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, I was. You know what? Like, how? Be honest with me, guys. How many jokes have you written about quarantine? I haven't written any about quarantine itself, but I have written one, which is my quarantine story. No, my five or ten minutes, which isn't. <laughs> my isn't quarantine, quarantine story sounds like a BBC Three video or something. <laughs> yeah, well, it's about what it's about <laughs> what I did during quarantine. Nice. Which I think is, uh, I think it's funny, but I just got to wait till I can tell an audience really before yeah. I can work it out if it's funny or not. But yeah, um, that's the yeah, frustrating so... thing. Yeah, I've got, I've got something. I just this again. I'm, I don't, I, I don't want to dwell on quarantine when we get back up there yeah. because I think everyone's going to be fed yeah. up with it. Um, but I have got like, I mean, I'm going to use one. I think which is about when an old lady asks you to get something from the top shelf and what do you do in this environment? Cause you can't go near her. <laughs> so you, know, well, you like improvise, you have to pick up like a packet, like a garlic bread to try and mosey the can down. Something like that. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. It was the top shit. It was yeah, the porn. Nice, porn nice, so to, to go nice, with nice, nice. Love it. I said, no, yeah, no, I, I know. I wrote like, I think I've written one joke about origin. I was like, I said, I don't understand the fascination with everyone buying toilet roll. Like, in so many other cultures, they don't use toilet roll. Like, you never hear people on, like, the British Red Cross go, don't worry about sending us money, just give us toilet roll. You know what I mean? I never understood that. And I'm trying to write a joke about it, but I don't think I can, because it just sounds really bad. Yeah, and I think there'll be a million toilet roll jokes, won't they? Which is exactly. Like, so I was just, I was like, you know, I think, I think because obviously, you know, when you, when you start, I don't know for, for you guys, but for me, when I start writing jokes, it's like the most hacked stuff you've ever seen. 
and then eventually you start you kind of start to sand it off and then eventually you go right now what am i actually talking about and it's much more sort of you know organic then you know what i mean and kind of you, you're talking about what you want than you know than than just the kind of thing the news or whatever and you know i i always try and stay away from that because i think i don't know i think I, for me and this again this this might be controversial but but I, there's nothing worse for me than someone talking about political stuff on like a Wednesday night in like yeah. like for me that's just like I'm like what, what are you doing mate just you know what I mean like but you know I, I get it like if you're in a comedy club absolutely but like for me like when you see like an open mic and someone's like oh bloody wrecked it and you're like yeah mate we get it don't worry about it you know what I mean but yeah, that's... I've never been a fan of political comedy yeah. um... no like like I say like there's so there's so many people that do it amazingly like like Joe Wells again someone who's so lovely and helped me out he's you know he's he's absolutely fantastic you need to get him on he's like he's a fascinating character and really really lovely but he does it amazingly and I said to myself like you're one of the only political comedians I actually enjoy because you know what I mean and like you know, whereas you know we're like we're like I don't know I don't know obviously like I don't know that's it's making it's making it relatable yeah, isn't it it's it's yeah. it's take it's taking a, a subject that maybe not a lot of people got a great interest in but bringing it back to people who to you know, how how are they yeah, going to yeah. care about this exactly and you know and I, yeah as an obviously i'm trying to write the third hour at the moment and i've just got so many different ideas on my post-it notes on my wall and on my on my laptop I'm trying to think i have written a porno mag joke i'm not gonna lie to you i've written a porno mag joke <laughs> But yeah, like, um, but yeah. Ben, do you write with anyone, or do you just write yourself? Uh, yeah, I write with myself mainly because I bet I think I think it put it this way, mate. If anyone saw my notes, they would escort me to a place with a padded walls and a straitjacket. If they saw my one... sex dungeon, hey, my sex dungeon. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. You know that it, it, it was. Great... It says dungeon. It says dungeon, but it's yeah, okay. Yeah, thank you very much, mate. Still padded. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Thank you very much. And 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 the spread you put on afterward was absolutely, um, <laughs> yeah. it was, you know, like and so. You know, that went on beforehand. That was the worry. Yeah, and like <laughs> yeah. I mean, I didn't really build up much of an appetite, but I didn't want to be rude. So, um, <laughs> you know, but like yeah, so like I don't know. Like I always write by myself, and like my friends can always tell. Like you know, like if I'm at like in a social gathering, that I feel like I need to be at. I'll just like just be zoned into my phone and I'll write something and like I I always try and write on my own and I I have a few like confidants if you will like so you know the amount of times I've talked to you guys and gone like hey guys so got an idea you know I mean or like <laughs> and then you know but like so I have a few people in the normal world that's what I call them like, you know like in Harry Potter when they call them muggles that's what I call them yeah aren't comedians like I you know I have a few confidants like all my like my housemates. Um, who have had to put up with me through quarantine, so God bless them. Um, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't think they'll be able to claim that back on the government, I think. Uh, I don't think they'll be able to do that. But yeah, like, um, you know, so obviously, you know, I've got like a soundboard. They're, they're like a good soundboard for me. I'm like, hey, I've got an idea where I do a joke about wanking into a sock. How do you think that's going to go? And they go, well, no. And I go, but what about this way? And they go, yeah, that will work, actually. You know what I mean? So you got, what, the, um... do you guys soundboard off each other a bit more? Or what, what do you guys do? Sometimes we do, don't I mean when we're in the car together we'll sort of you know, we just say yeah. what we're gonna say or or sometimes I just don't say anything and just do it and then it I fall <laughs> on my ass. Um that's that was the last time. Uh but yeah, I think we do yeah, we, we do in, in bits and pieces, don't we? But I think I mean I tend to my problem is I think and it is a problem that I write a lot of what I do 
literally maybe the morning of the day I'm yeah, going to do it. Yeah. And then I'll just try and piece it together because my memory is dog shit. It's yeah. really bad. So, you know, to write something and then try and, you know, I even need to stick to one strong set or, you know, maybe plan ahead a little bit more because I, where I'm, I am literally winging it a lot of the time. I need to sort of. Yeah, but that, that's good. I, I remember. Bit. I remember. I did. Um, I think I might have been at this gig with you, Craig. Uh, we did. Uh, we did the meet and sit in Bournemouth. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I and I ha- I think I must have done. I think what I did like thirty five minutes, didn't I? Of this pure talking shit. Um, yeah, there was only comedians, and then the four girls. And yeah. That next to us. I know. Yeah, but like, uh, like the, the six people were like really lovely, and they were like, "Oh no, like yeah." I was like, "Are you sure you want me to?" They were like, "Yeah, yeah, no, it's fine." And I mean, it was a really, really lovely gig. And I, I say, back is like, he's like my brother, man. I, I love that. I love that guy to pieces. He's brilliant. Uh, yeah, he's such a such a such a legend. And um, and I say, I went out with him and Grant, which obviously I can talk about that story. It was, it was men. I went out with him and Grant to Devon. It was mental. We talked about that, but like, I remember I did um. Like yeah, like meet and sip, and you just again, you just kind of throw shit out there. And again, but I had no idea what I was going to talk about. I very rarely, if it's a new material night, I very rarely know what I'm going to say until either I'm at the venue or 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 I'm or sometimes I'm just on stage. Do you know what I mean like as as you said, Dave? Like I just as before I went on when I was in Chichester, I just scratched the notes out and went, "What the bloody hell am I going to do?" See, I can't do that. I, um, yeah. mine's, uh, obviously I tell stories essentially. So, uh, I'll have little ad libs in between the stories or as part of the stories, but my, my stories are generally, you know, things that I've done and stuff. So I kind of, kind of have it ready. So the story just kind of evolves itself. So I don't need to kind of wing it like yeah. as much as you guys do. You will not say, I have to say, Craig, your, your dildo story that you story. do is fucking fantastic. <laughs> yeah, of course like you know absolutely like i think of like uh i remember <laughs> i remember did, I, did, I had like an old i had a joke in my old hour where i said like i have this like my biggest fear in life is not succeeding at comedy that's my biggest fear and i do this joke about like <laughs> that's my biggest fear not succeeding at comedy and i i'm pushing this drink cart like out of harry potter and i'm just pushing it down this train going tea or coffee tea or coffee right and i pull into this room and this kid, he's like really obnoxious, and he goes, "Oh, I'm a comedian. What would you have a comedian drink?" And I go, "I don't fucking know, man. A bottle of tears at fucking two a.m. <laughs> on a freezing cold train platform." And literally, only about three people laugh at that joke every single night. And I just go, "By the way, that's really <laughs> funny to me." <laughs> By the way, that's my favorite joke. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, you know, and like, but again, like, it's that thing. It's that thing of when you go, okay. Because eventually, I'm sure you guys are the same. Eventually, you kind of get a rough measure of what you think will work universally in front of a crowd. But if you know, if you do the same room a few times, you kind of go right. Um, you know, you recognise some of the people. You go right. I kind of know what I can get away with here. Do you know what I mean I kind of know what I can do? Like, that's why I love doing the King's Loft, but yeah. like um, with Dan Stevens. And again, I love because you know how many how many times Greg have I just gone <laughs> mental in that room? And just said the most outlandish. Like I, th- I came up with the joke of comparing Jamie Dodgers to assholes in that room, and I was like, "Yeah, that'll work." Do you know what I mean? And like you know, all that just weird stuff, man. Just weird stuff. <laughs> so Ben, what's what's next then? I mean, obviously you're, you're writing you at the moment um, for hour three, but yeah, I mean, what's the, what's the plan? Have you got any idea what you're going to do 
when well, we can get back out there? Yeah, I think. Well, the thing, the thing is, mate, is like as as you guys know, it's it's one of those where you you can only you can only do so much when you haven't got a crowd. Yeah. Um, you know, you can only you can only go you can only you know because everyone every comedian at some point, um, even me, likes their material to a certain level. Like I think my I think the longest I've liked one of my jokes is probably about ten seconds, right? You know what I mean? But like, you know, we, we, we in our own heads sometimes we all go, "I'm a fucking genius," right? That's that's just what, how it is. Yeah, because because you know, and, but then and then you get out in, and then you get up in front of the room of people and you go, "I am not. I'm a piece of shit." Like, but that's fine. But like, I think the you know, so obviously, I just want I just want to gig as much as I can, man. Like it it really it really it really is a huge part of my life gigging. And I just, again, I, I love it so much. I, you know, and again, like for me, going to or going up to Edinburgh or going to Manchester or whatever, like for me, as long as I can gig, because for me, it's just it's the most fun in the world, and I wouldn't do anything else. And I think I don't know the the, the long term plan man, is just it's just to actually go up to Edinburgh, go up to all the festivals, and just and just just do those, man. You know what I mean? Just try and get out there, and you know, because you know, again. I don't know, uh, you know, I'm doing that thing now where I'm ditching, I'm ditching like the old hour before and for now when you see me back out there, you're going to see me do some horrible, horrible stuff and luckily we're friends, so it's fine <laughs> but you're, you know, you, you, you're going to see me, you know, throw out some horrible stuff and you know, and that's, but that's, that to me is my favourite type of night, like, you know, I love, you know, the pro nights are great and, you know, you see so many talented amazing people, but my favourite type of nights are the new material nights, when no one, not even the comedians who are saying the jokes know what the fuck's going to happen. Yeah, I like and, that. You know, and that, that is, that is, that is the funnest night for me. So I think the, my goal, mate, at the moment is to, is to just go to as many festivals as I can and try and, and just, and just try and get as good as I can at this. That's my only goal, because obviously, like, I don't know. I, I I went to Edinburgh two years ago, just to just to kind of experience it all. So I didn't have any gigs booked. I just kind of went up and you know did my thing. I ended up doing I ended up doing some gigs, but you know what I mean. Like, but for most of the time, I was just going up and experience. And do you know a comedian called Glenn Wall? Like, he's kind of like a cult name up in Edinburgh. He's a Canadian comedian. Yeah, yeah I think I've heard of him. Yeah, he's yeah, done he's done I've, a few yeah. TV appearances. In that. And then obviously, because when you start the business, you go. Because naturally, because of because of the work, because of the normal work world, you go right. How am I going to make money? How am I going to do this? How am I going to do that? Right, and then you go like, oh, how am I going to get TV pods? And I realised in that moment that like, because I saw I, I was walking up the golden the golden mile, which is I say, which was a nightmare to walk up. It was great, but I'm walking up there, and it was like <laughs> it's gentle, and it's like you know, what I mean, you just you know, it's, it's crazy, but like you know, because people are just bumping into you all the time, you get street performers shoving flies in your face you're like leave me alone do you know what i mean like it's like mental but but you know you, i'm walking up there and literally i see a huge queue going all the way up the golden mile and i say sorry what what show are you came for they went oh glenn walls man like you know we're gonna queue for that joke and i went that's and I, that to me at that point i was like that's what success is like it's not tv plaudits it's not money that's all bullshit people the real is people wanting to come and see you people queuing in the rain in scotland down a fucking mile long road to see to hear you talk and to hear you make them laugh like that to me is what success and i love edinburgh so much because you just walk around you go into a basement and someone's ripping the room apart and you're like this is the coolest thing ever and yeah so like that's that's the long-term goal man it's just to it's just to keep getting better and just to keep keep wanting to do the festivals and that and obviously i, I said that i was like 
I'd be happy with my life now. You know what I mean? Like working, working a little bit on the side and then going to do gigs every night. I'd be happy with that as long as I'm getting better, as long as I'm having a good time. Like for me at the moment or any point now, because of that experience, money and TV fame don't mean shit to me anymore. And I think that allowed me to be more free with my material and be more kind of what do I want to talk about? What do I want to write? How do I want to do it? It kind of gave me a lot more freedom than if you're kind of focused on one set goal. Does that make sense? Or am I talking shit? Yeah, makes, makes perfect sense, mate. And I, 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 I agree with you. It's like I, I do watch a lot of the guys that are on TV um, and like the format. I mean, you look, watch things like Mock the Week um, and when it's like, oh, spin the wheel. Yeah. And then, you know, they, they step up and they're like, oh, surprise, it's... Uh, yeah. clothing and then they talk about clothing for like sort of yeah. five minutes but it's like oh yeah that's you know it's all it's all pre-rehearsed and it kind of just is that top gear yeah. fakeness to it and then it's just and i just i like the realism that's that's yeah. what i like about it that it's you know when you're there you're watching it and that's i kind of think that of you know not not to sort of knock anyone but the virtual comedy it just doesn't yeah work with me it just sort of i mean it was I, we did think of doing something yeah, for the lampoon um at first but then you know after seeing it and watching it it's that it's that live audience that yeah, live that's reaction what, yeah that's what you, that live you need and i think and i remember you know someone lovely messaged me and they were like oh would you mind doing my virtual gig for me i said thank you so much for the offer but i already scream in my room by myself anyway i don't know <laughs> <laughs> like that's what I responded back. I said I don't need a live audience to watch that. Like, you know, and I and I you know, and what I said was that I would rather get a load of material together and wait. I'm fine with waiting. Like, I love it so much, and it's you know, and it, it keeps me going. It really does to like come up with a new joke. It really does keep me going um, all the time. And you know what I mean. And but the thing is, I can wait. I can wait because I'm excited to get back on stage. Like, and I'd rather I'd rather wait for ages than I would try and like tr- try and do it that way. I understand some people doing it because obviously some of our friends earn a full time living out of it, you know, and like they need to pay yeah. their bills, and I appreciate that about it. And um, you know, and you know, so I completely understand those guys doing it, and like you know, and even and I, I understand other people doing them. You know, if that's what they feel like they need to do, that's fine. But for me, I would rather wait until I get a live audience, even if that's like four people in the audience. Like one of them didn't realize it's a comedy night. By the way, that's happened to me more than a handful of times. <laughs> um, I mean, like, you know, and I'd rather wait for that experience. I'd rather wait for that than I would, you know, scream up in my room and go mental. I can do that. I can, I can do that anyway. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I can agree do that anyway. 100%. So when lockdown's done, Ben, and we get back out cool. there, um, as a as a newly single man again, I'll be ready to be your driver. If you get me on these gigs with you, I'll come along. Yes, mate. Well, I mean, I mean, let's. I mean, you know, like, do not and do not do not another thing I love about looking so young in the comedy but again because because all of us are friends. But I tell you, you guys are you know don't want to put an emphasis on this, but you guys are so much older than I am. No. <laughs> <laughs> like, the, like the, the funniest <laughs> bit about the business is the fact that we are friends. And the fact that when we walk into a bar together, I look like I'm lost or I'm on a day trip. It's brilliant. <laughs> I love it. And I'm like, oh, they brought their nephew along. And then I... Um... You, you look like... Yeah, we said that, didn't we? Yeah. We're going. That's what I said. Like, and, that, and that's how I knew, Gav, I was going to get on with you. Because I remember saying, because you guys sat next to each other. 
at the at the Chichester Inn. And obviously everyone sat really close together because they gave us kind of like a small little area to all sit down. And and literally, I remember I looked to both of you and went, "You guys literally look like a gay couple, right? You guys, look, you guys look like, yeah, yeah, literally like yeah." Couple, I tell you what, couple of bears is not a bad name for this podcast. Uh, anyway, but, uh, <laughs> but you know, but like you know, like I yeah, I remember that I was said that I was like, "You guys look like you guys look like a gay couple uh, shooting a Christmas card," and I look like your adopted son. Like that's literally what it looked like. Nice rival for that. Yeah, scary Christmas I mean, card, don't, I, I'll be honest with you, lads. I would love that Christmas card. I'd frame it. I don't even like Christmas. I'd frame it. I think we'll have to. Craig, what do you reckon? Craig. Yeah, we're gonna have to. We have to do that and make that a Christmas card. card. Yeah, Lampoon uh, Christmas well, card. We, we've, all, we've all got to get matching jumpers, obviously. Obviously. Yeah, we're not. We're not gonna muck about. <laughs> obviously, I'll try it. Like I'm trying to grow my beard out at the moment. It's not going well. It looks like it looks like I'm a tennis ball that's been left under a sofa. Like it doesn't look good. <laughs> Like, it doesn't look good at, like, and <laughs> the thing is, is, like, I just love the, like, because here's the thing, right? Yeah, have you, you guys, I mean, I mean, Craig, you're a bit exclusive in this one. But, like, yeah, you haven't shaved your head, have you? No, right. I don't understand no. people that are shaving their heads. I don't get it, right? <laughs> what would be what would be more brilliant than when you get out of quarantine, you've got really shaggy hair, you look like you're in an episode of Lost, and you walk out and you go, we survived it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I think that's hilarious. But Tom Hanks has a way. Oh. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I'm going for the yeah. joke. Yeah, the exactly. I'm just going to grow my hair out, grow my beard out, like a tramp. It's great. Like, you know what I mean? And, and all that shit. And I, remember, <laughs> I remember saying, like, I wrote a joke, and this is awful. And again, I don't, I don't know whether I should use it. Because again, I don't want to make... Yeah, I know. I don't want to make this political. But I was going to say, I can't shave my head during lockdown because I look like I'm queuing for Disney. Like, that's, <laughs> that's, that was going to be the line. I was like, I was like, should I use that? Sure, why not? And like, you know, but as a throwaway line, that could, you know, that could work or whatever. But, but you know, like, I just, yeah, I don't get it, man. And then, you know, like, people are baking all the time, and obviously, like, you know, people are like, do you bake? And I'm like, no. And they go, is it because you got rejected for bake off? Uh-huh. Do you know what I mean? Whatever. And I'm just like, you know, like, yeah, I don't, I don't get it, man. Quarantine, quarantine activities do one. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I've gotten into recording. Because obviously there's only so many things you can do in lockdown. So I've recorded, yeah. you know, my walks, my cycling, and my cooking. But mainly because uh, you can't really record. I thought yeah, I was hoping record, you were yeah. going to say an album. Yeah. You can't really record yourself. <laughs> the other thing that we're doing a lot in lockdown. So I mean, you can. Do yeah, it. no. Facebook keeps taking it down. Yeah, can I can I just say I love the half an hour tangent you guys went on about porn. <laughs> and you know what. Uh, on the last podcast, you know, <laughs> you know, first, you know, a uh, long time listener, first time caller, right? But like, I'm not even joking. As soon as I heard you guys talking about that, I was like, I hope they fucking don't ask me. Do you know what I mean? Because like, because well, uh, like, you know, I, we're going to ask every. Yeah, I was going to say, you know, is that is that going to be a staple of the show? Yeah, cool. Like, you know, what I mean, yeah. What is your category? Yeah, what's your category? <laughs> Can you get like a jingle for that? That'd be amazing. <laughs> Are we actually doing this, are we? Yeah. Oh, okay, awesome. Awesome. Yeah, we're oh, yeah, by it. the way, I'm... Um, yeah, yeah, we yeah, round yeah, out going, yeah, you're going to have so much fun editing this down, aren't you? Um, let's say, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. You know what? I very rarely do. And I know every guy says that. And like it sounds like it sounds like oh yeah of course you do and they, it turns out they're like a psychopath with like no, twenty different cards. Gab said this last time he doesn't really. No, I know. But like, do... no, I'm a, yeah, I'm, no, I'm, a, I'm a front pager. 
that, that's a t-shirt, right? Is that a but, you're a front page, just take yeah. up whatever it offers you, like, like yeah, these adverts. So you just assume, yeah, front pager, it's showing you what you think it likes. Yeah, but yeah, the thing is, right, is do you know how I feel when I when I've watched the porn video, and this is getting, and you know what, and my mother's gonna listen to this. I'm very, <laughs> and like you know, I'm, yeah, I'm so proud oh, of my little mom. boy. There is talking about porn with two old two men, two old bears. Yeah, two old, old men. Yeah. Well, compared to me, I mean, do you know what I mean? 23 is ancient to me. So, uh, but uh, yeah, no, I'll, I'll be honest with you, mate. When I watch porn, I feel guilty because I feel like I've watched it through someone's window. And it's not quite consenting. Do you know what is I mean? That the category feel... you watch. The yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone's window. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, like, I, yeah, honestly, I just, I don't. Yeah, yeah I don't, I don't enjoy it. Or are you I, watching is... somebody watching Pornhub through their window? Because that's even better. I mean, all I'm saying is it, it's cheaper on the Wi-Fi bill if you do that. Um, and there's no cleanup afterwards, which is nice. Um, they just assume bird shit. Yeah, wipe it on the leaves in their garden. <laughs> That's the name of our band, Wipe It On The Leaves. Uh, so... <laughs> we're that. The leaves, that's, how, that's how we're going to sign this we're up. Wipe, sure we're wiping on the leaves. We're just opening up for just a tip. Yeah. <laughs> 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 It's a good job. You're a good job. They're not finishing. I shouldn't finish in the night. How awful! The, the, night, a, the, big, uh, the big banders don't come in my ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tap me on the head. I love the Tap me on the head before. We, oh, see, I, I, do you know what? I'm learning so much lingo now. I'm going to say it all now. When I'm at a lockdown, I'm going to go up to a lady and say, "Hey." And it's all you can listen yeah, to. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, I love that. But yeah, I don't know. Just, yeah. Look me in the eyes. <laughs> Are you now doing like a porn hub for dummies? Yes. Look, that's what it sounds like you're doing. Like, like and, step one. Yeah. And you don't say. Yeah. It's in it's categories. Like, it's like in hyphenated italics. It's like look me in the eyes. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Though? Like, I just, I don't like I say, I never, I never watch it, and like, but you know, and like, no, obviously the joke is going to be, oh, it's because you have tubes, yeah, or whatever, like, do you know what I mean? Or um, oh, the audible, yeah, audible. imagine, imagine. Do you know what? Right? Audible porn. Is is this bad? I would, I would like part of me just wants to listen, just to see what, like, how hilarious that would be, and also as well, there's nothing funnier when you're blasting your headphones and you take them off your head and they can hear what you're listening. to <laughs> Yeah, like you know, what I mean. Audio <laughs> if you want, then. Oh, thanks, mate. I mean, the last audio files you sent me got me computer. <laughs> like you know, I had, to, I had to destroy it and put it in the river. But thanks, mate. I appreciate it. But uh... oh, I'd love, I'd love to organise <laughs> yeah. a silent disco. Oh, mate. Just put you know, on. like you know, okay, right. That is the only time I will allow for a silent disco to have people horrified by it. Because what is the point of a silent disco? I ate. Them. Yeah. Right, yeah. you get it because, like, I can listen to the music, but they can't hear me. It's like, oh my god, it's like, you know, uh, that's what also annoyed me about Edinburgh. Right, there's so many amazing comedians and shows and singers around the, the room, right? They're free, you can just walk into the show, and people are dancing about to fucking Mika and Grace Kelly fucking with headphones on. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> Honestly, it did nothing, it really did. So, yeah, that's just, I, I've got a 20 minute run about it, but. I don't think it's going to sell. I don't think it's going to get many listens if I talk about how. Uh... No, I'd, and less oh, say yeah. about me. You know what, like, he had one album that was pretty good. I was, you know, I had, I had a little, I had a little throwback to when, you know what I mean? And uh, it was all right. I say that. That's also how I've been coping. I was just listening to so much music. 
Yeah. You must have been I mean, I still felt seven that. emotionally anyway. That's probably why I started listening to it. So. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> but uh, I mean, I must have been. I must have been pretty young. That was really good. By listening no, to it now. That's terrible. And then... so the only good thing about that Mika yeah. album is if you want to have a bit of like a torture wank and you're strangling yourself at the same time and you've got that blasting out and you're really like... Hey, oh, my God. That's the only good thing about that album. Never heard of it. <laughs> I've never heard of a torture wank before. Oh. No, I've never heard of that before. <laughs> oh, especially, yeah. especially with but the, the soundtrack. Yeah. Is that, is that, is that one of your playlists, play? Craig? If I go on Spotify. <laughs> as you're doing it, it's like, this is off. This is my life. And then just throw one out there. Yeah, I love that. I, is that... What, so what you saying to yourself? I hate my life. Yeah. I hate myself. Yeah. Is that not just a normal wank for you? It, yeah. yeah, yeah. And then he looks in the mirror and goes, "I'm <laughs> doing it in the mirror, just staring at myself, hating myself." <laughs> can, I, can I just say, I want to put this out there. I'm not a huge fan of Mika. All I'm saying is, it's not as bad as I entailed it as I, I thought hope, it would be. I hope right? with all my heart that somehow Mika gets to hear this, <laughs> just and just knows <sighs> that somebody out there strangles himself. Puts his fucking soundtrack on and as a as a wank. Well, I mean, you know how my <laughs> act ends, so you know, you know what I mean. Like, Shut oh up. mate, that's like, oh, that, but that's also the funnest thing as well. And I'm so glad that we, like, Gav, didn't you follow me the other day at the Rosen? That's where did you go on after me, or was it? I don't know. I don't think. Um, no, I don't. Oh, puns, yeah, and, puns and roses. Yeah, did you, I think you might have done. And every time. I look at the lineup and they go, Ben, you're going to go on at this point or whatever. Or like, because quite often they'll have me open and like they'll go, and I literally have to go up to the next person and go, Hi, nice to meet you. Nice, Ben. First of all, I'd like to apologize um, because of how I end my act. And you know what I mean? <laughs> or whatever. Or, you know what I mean? Because it just, but I, you know, there's, there's a sick part of it that's like that. It's all right. I end my act in uh, an also a yeah. sick way. So no, I do fine. love that joke though. It is a great joke. And uh, yeah, no, I've seen that. And again, you, you, you know, you guys are awesome, and say so you, you got you guys are absolutely smashing it with the whole brand thing. You guys are doing so well, and you know, you, you know, and you guys, you guys should be so happy and proud of it. And I've heard nothing but good things. And now, uh, you know, obviously, you know, you, you, you guys, you, you guys are both awesome. So you better, you better all get it. You better not leave us all behind. You know, I mean, you better not like, you know, what I mean, like leave us all behind like the land. Well, if, if Craig doesn't get arrested for his is the content under his bed, then yeah, we'll carry on. Yeah, but I say if they try the nibble, they probably won't arrest him. <laughs> you know what I mean? If they try the food, fight, he, must re- he must really knows them all. <laughs> probably, he probably does. Yeah, they go for a torture wank. I've never heard of that before. <laughs> <laughs> I am not showing this to my mother. I'm now, this is the, uh, I was, was going to share this out, and you know what I mean. But I'm going to like, you know what? <laughs> I'll send it to a few specific people and be like, you. <laughs> like you know. You were listening. Anyway, I'm having a great time. I just think that, you know, there might be a few phone calls at my door saying, you know, say, how are you feeling at the moment? And if I say to them, this is just me on a normal day, that just opens up a can of worms, doesn't it? You know what I mean? Well, the thing is, on that note, I'm going to have to start wrapping up there because I need to edit this and put it out tonight. That's cool, brother. Yeah. Is it? Is it? So, is, is, uh, is, 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 this, is, this is just like an editorial thing. You can cut this out. Obviously, no, um, the whole thing. So literally, from when we started, apart from yeah, all... <laughs> hold on, I've got a creaky door going on. There we go. Nice. Sorry, we're just remaking Thriller. Um, <laughs> I don't know what. So um, you can get you, you, Craig. You can get that. Yeah. <laughs> 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 
I've lost what's saying. Yeah, no, this I'll play it all. This this would all be available on all platforms uh, for your mum to listen to whenever she gets round to it. So, um, Ben, I really want to appreciate you. I mean, really thankful that you came on today. I know you've had a bit of a hard week of loss in the family, and, yeah, that, and I just want to say I really appreciate that you still took the time to sort of come on and on our being our first guest on mate, this. So I really appreciate no, mate, it. Mate. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much. And I say, and you know, and, and I and I appreciate and I appreciate you saying that. Um, you know, uh, I'll just just for anyone in, like my, my, you know, my, my yeah, please do. Can I talk about it, or do you not want me? To... No, go um, for it, man. You know, so it's, You're out. You know, my, um, you know, my, my, my dad passed away on Monday. Um, you know, after going out sailing, like you know, but I say, and you know, but at the end of the day, he never like he was a re- like you think I'm bad. He was crazier than I was. He's just mental, like you know what I mean. And he was just a relentless piss taker and. And he was just a great guy. So, like, and there was no way I was going to stop doing this. And I said, like, this is a great distraction for me. You know, you guys are my friends. I'm comfortable. And this is perfect. And I tell you, it's been an absolute pleasure, man. Thank you so much for having me on. I really, really do appreciate it. No, not a problem. We'll do it again. Yeah, yeah. We'll do it again. I hope, yeah, I hope, I hope I'm well received. See, this is the thing. I'm just going to keep <laughs> you up all night now. I'm going to be there like, oh, what are the You know what I mean? They're going to be like, this prick. You know what I mean? Whatever. Like, you know what I mean? But, you know. Am I going to get a message, like, every day again? What's the count? <laughs> Where we yeah, are. literally. I'll probably, you know, you probably will, mate. You probably will. I'll, I'll disguise it with, like, you know, like funny <laughs> gifts or whatever. But you know what I mean. But, you know, like, yes, yeah, so, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. But yeah, uh, honestly, no, th- thank you so much, and I really, really do. But, and I say, I'd, I'd love to be on again if you never have me back. Nice no, one, Ben. Top man. Yeah, cheers. Appreciate it, Ben. Yeah. Craig, anything more from you? Anything you want? Oh, well, no, he's, he said it. He's, he's done. Anyway, right, cheers, no guys. Worries. Thanks for your later, boys. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for joining us for this week's Lampoon podcast in partnership with Above and Bold. Next week, we bring you uh, entertaining content from Mr. Callum Pryor. Make sure you tune in for that one.